Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for Pensacola Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Keith Obert here, broadcasting live from our Pensacola studio. And I've got on the other line with us uh, two gentlemen who are going to entertain us for the next 30, 45 minutes and really sort of let us in on their world. Uh, gentlemen, welcome. Well, good morning. Afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. It feels like morning, doesn't it? <laughs> so uh, I'll, I'll let you, uh, gentlemen, introduce yourselves. But uh, so, Mark, by all means, take the lead. Hi, I'm Mark Comola. Um, I'm your smart marketing guy with Allied Pixels. What we do is we concentrate on psychological marketing. Very cool. Well, thank you for being here. Well, thank you. All right, David. That's all you. Yep. Yep, and my name is David Welday. I'm the president of Higher Life Publishing and Marketing. Uh, we help our clients experience the thrill of making a difference by sharing their stories, their messages that connect them with the people they most want to reach. Awesome. Very cool. Thank you for being here as well. I appreciate it. So, okay, so Mark, let's just get into this. You, you say, uh, we talked a little bit before the show the other day, and you, you said uh, psychological marketing, and I thought to myself, well, it's probably all psychological, isn't it? Well, it is, but most of us forget about that when we go about the process of doing marketing. You know, we, we're so used to ourselves and we're so used to what we do that we write our web pages and write our marketing for ourselves and not really for our customers. Yeah. So do you think it's a good idea for uh, a marketing firm to do its own marketing? Well, it depends on how good you if are. If you understand <laughs> what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, it makes me wonder if you get, uh, if you need, you really do need that 30,000 foot view of, of not being in the business in order to make some of those uh, better choices, I would think. Yeah, exactly, because it's all about how you make your customer feel and not about what you do or what you like or any of that. It's it's really your customer. Right. Very good. All right. So what makes it what makes it yours? Uh, do, what makes your approach to marketing different than than the guy down the street? Well, it's about, again, you know, defining who the market is. Uh, we Generally, we have three brains, whether we know it or not. Mm -hmm. uh, we have, and you, some of you may have heard the idea of the lizard brain and some of the other brains, uh, you know, the human brain. But it's when we're thinking about what's going on, we're in the human brain. We're thinking facts and figures and all of this stuff. But when we talk to someone else, they're listening in the lizard brain. They're about, you know, what's important to them. Is it safe? Is it interesting? And you know, by understanding that, that's kind of what makes things different is talking to the right brain at the right time. Okay. So what's the difference between them in the far, as far as they, how they process for, uh, for marketing? All right. Well, like for the lizard brain, it's about, well, here, let me tell you a, a little story. Uh, a lizard, a wolf and a human walk into a bar. The lizard walks in, he sees the pool table, he runs over there, and then he's to the darts, then he's to the karaoke, and he's all over the place. And that's the lizard brain. The wolf walks in, looks around the room, and immediately picks out the winners or the leaders, the followers, and the losers, and goes and joins the group that they belong. The human, on the other hand, sits down at the bar, looks at the menu, looks at all the stuff on the wall, and spends a half an hour figuring out the top 15 choices of drinks. 
when it comes time to order a drink, the lizard comes up, looks at the looks at the list and says, hey, let's have that one. That one's interesting. The wolf looks around the room, see if it's socially acceptable and says, all right, yeah, let's have that. The bartender turns to the human and the human is just looks exasperated because he spent all this time trying to figure out what's going on, narrowed it down to the top 15 and then just kind of sighs and says, I'll have what they're having. That's how our mind works. The the subconscious part of the mind, the lizard and the wolf, make the choices and the human then backs it up and says, yep, that was a good choice because of this, this and this. And we need to keep those things in the back of our mind when we're marketing to people. I see. Okay. So are you finding different ways to target each each of the minds or do you have to target them all at once? Uh we need to target both the lizard and the wolf initially. It's, it's about presentation. It's about being interesting. And secondly, being an authority, being a leader, because, you know, we've all met people who are needy and who you know are begging for business and things like that. And, and they, we just kind of shut them out immediately. Um, so in sales and in marketing, it's about being the authority, being the expert and being interesting. Okay. All right. So are you finding yourself having to sort of educate your clients on this stuff or is this something that's, uh, cause it can't be common knowledge, right? Yeah. It's yeah, people, you know, once I kind of explain what's going on, I say, Oh, that makes so much sense, but most people just don't think about it. Yeah. So how do your tactics differ? Like when, when you're sitting down and coming up with a, a plan for, for somebody's firm or, or, or for a client? Well, it's, you know, initially it's, it's about things like, um, when you're doing running ads and doing things like that, it's about interesting pictures, asking questions that get people to think coming across as a leader, uh, and those type of stuff. And then the human part of it is that if we don't have the right steps and we aren't selling the next step of the process, the human gets confused and that kind of blows the sale there. So it's because it's really three parts. It's get their attention and build a desire. Secondly, it's about getting that person to trust you. And third is about having a system in place so that the person doesn't get confused and you know, that happens all the time because people do websites, they do things like that. They, they expect people to go to their website and buy stuff when there's no click here to buy this or uh, this is what the next step is. So it, it, they're missing the roadmap all the way to the end, huh? Right. And, and a, really the, the same goes, a confused mind will not buy. Sure, sure. So, okay, so what types of clients are you find yourself working with the most then? with this kind of, of strategy? Well, my clients kind of vary. Uh, I mean, I have some tech clients, I have some real estate clients. Um, and it, it's really just about a person who they're looking for more business and don't really have systems in place to handle that right at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> That's everybody's story, isn't it? We're always looking for more business. Uh, yeah. So, um, in your, uh, this is a relatively new company for you, correct? Correct. Yeah. So what, yeah, what made you finally decide to just take the leap? Well, what happened? I used to be a college professor I taught technology for about 15 years at the college level. And at the same time, 
Uh, I'm also a certified hypnotist and I'm certified in neurolinguistic programming and certified as a life coach. And what this business is about is kind of combining the two together, taking the technology side, marrying it with the psychology side and, and then creating systems to be able to use both of those to help a business. All right. Very cool. And so in your, uh, is this the first business you've ever opened? No, I've had other businesses. I did coaching. Uh, I had a photography studio for a while. So it's um, it's kind of my marketing was one of the things that was one of the hardest stuff for me. So I figured, all right, let's learn it so that I can use it for myself and then others will benefit at the same time. Okay. So do you do your own marketing? I do. Yes. Well, all right. That's good. That's good to know that you, you're drinking your own Kool-Aid, right? Yeah. And, and, uh, it's really about, like I said, I do a lot of, for myself, I do a lot of, uh, LinkedIn marketing because yeah. LinkedIn's a business to business type thing. And so I've created an automated system for me to be able to get new clients and get new people to talk to on a regular basis. Okay. So let's talk about that for those that, that may be unfamiliar or weary of LinkedIn. Um, cause I've had some really tremendous success with it lately as well. So what do you, uh, like, I guess, walk people through what you're finding to be advantages of using LinkedIn. Mm. As you and I probably, we've run into people who try to market on LinkedIn and what, they, as soon as you connect with them, they send you this six page long thing <laughs> right. and expect you to do something. And, and that turns, you know, turns me off, turns everybody off. LinkedIn's kind of an animal where you need to be very conversational, very short, and very to the point. And it's it's like creating a a conversation with a person. Uh, and what I do is I send automated connection requests out, inviting people to connect to me using psychology. So you know I I have a message that uh, I noticed you're a successful business person. Would you do me the honor of connecting with me? Uh, and that's kind of like my initial connection message from I send out about 100 every day of those 15 to 30 connect back and we become connections. Then they get an automated message uh, saying, well, here's what I do. I'd love to open a conversation with you. And the kind of the other key to LinkedIn is that you want to get them off of LinkedIn as fast as possible to a phone call or to a face to face conversation. Right. So you, would you find it, you find LinkedIn being more of a relationship platform than it is any sort of, uh, of just bold selling? Yeah, it's not a selling platform. It is a introduction platform. Yeah. And then once you get introduced, then you take your selling offline. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I'm, I'm curious, uh, David, do you use LinkedIn in this way? I actually don't, but I should. Um, <laughs> there you I'm go. Like the, I'm kind of like the plumber whose uh, faucets leak in that I coach uh, clients and authors on how to market their products or their books, and yet I'm a published author and I don't do any of the things that I'm coaching my clients to do, and I don't have any excuse other than I'm, I'm pedaling as fast as I can uh, doing what I do. Yeah, you're working in the business instead of on the business, huh? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, well, I bet Mark knows a guy who can help you out. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm still waiting to find out which of my brain is working, the lizard or the wolf. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool uh, analogy of a way of thinking about it. And and I, you're right now that I do start thinking about it. I can I picture where my brain sits there as indecisive, or you know, dissects the room and sees the leaders are. And then I can I, I get you that with the human piece of just 
sort of succumbing to whatever is going to take the lead so that I don't have to think because the brain's tired. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And it's, and when we meet people, they're always, we need to approach them in the lizard brain and the, and the lizard brains about the five F's, you know, okay. fight, flight, fun, food, and fornicate. <laughs> well, I'll take any one of those five. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Well, Mark, if uh, if anybody's interested in getting some more information or getting in touch with you, where can we send them to? Uh, you can go to my website, which is alliedpixels.com. Okay. Well, uh, thanks for coming in this afternoon. But uh, hang out for a little bit. We're going to find out what David does. Okay. All right. And so uh, when, when David is not, uh, uh, I guess, engulfed in the business and pedaling as fast as you can, uh, for, for those that don't know what you author, David, uh, please enlighten us. Sure. I, basically, I'm a publishing and marketing firm, and uh, but unlike um, companies who are wanting to appeal to people who want to write the great American novel, uh, I see publishing as a as a content marketing strategy because stories connect us. People relate to stories; they remember stories, and so when your competition is handing out flyers or refrigerator magnets, um, and you put a book in somebody's hand. That, that separates you. That puts space between you and your competition because they're handing out flyers and you're handing out this book. And so it brands you as a thought leader. And the truth of the matter is authors still carry weight in our culture. People still think of somebody who is an author as, as a thought leader, as somebody of, of significance. And, and I don't know about you, people don't throw away books. I can go to a conference and, you know, you always get the tote bag full of stuff and there are flyers and there's handouts there might be magazines and i don't know about you but not a one of them will ever leave my hotel room but if there's a book in there even if i'm not convinced i'm going to read it i can't throw that book away and i can't leave it i take it home with me and it sits on my shelf so books have incredible staying power so i just really see books as an incredible opportunity to share your story to build authenticity to connect you with your clients and so i have to work with people to help them envision how they can do that very cool very cool so in in the world of content marketing how much more uh is effective is that over just blasting them with ads and stuff well, I, I, it's a noisy culture, and so uh, it's it, it's really hard to stand out. Like what uh, what our friend just shared, the first part of that four step process was get attention and build desire and earn trust, and then have a call to action. So I think a book is a, is a phenomenal way to get attention, um, and it's also a way to earn trust. Um, and so I think. That's the way I see that playing out, if that, if that makes sense. Very neat, very neat. So, in uh, like when okay, so what so what are your what are your clients like then? If if you're doing a difference of of content versus you know just blasting or doing ads and stuff. So I might have a certified financial planner who wrote a book on how to retire, you know, happy and sassy and fun. Or I have a celebrity chef um, who wants to do more dinner parties and they wrote a book on how to entertain great or I have uh, a funeral home director and dying that people work through the grief process or I uh, have a real estate broker who wrote a book on a hundred things 
know before you buy a house or so th- it can go you know i have a who wrote a book on his it's based off of his most famous sermon uh it, it's a brand extender and it's a way for him to, to reach an audience uh beyond the his most immediate crowd you there yeah i'm here but okay. i'm here a lot of uh, yeah it was like dropping back uh, dropping off there i'm not sure what it was yeah, I'm not sure where it is, but I'm yeah. here. Okay, cool. So, um, you know, when everybody hears content marketing, they just think that you just got to put stuff out, but it's got to have some. It's got to have some theory to it, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I look at it. If you took a pyramid and you turned it upside down, if and I look at it this way. Let's say you gave a talk or a presentation at a conference or a seminar, and you might have everybody eaten out of your hand right up until the time they hit the parking lot. Then their phones go off, uh, the wife calls, things happen, and, and, and the moment is gone. So even though you can hold them you know, in the palm of your hand when you're given that presentation, it's safe. But if they walk out of that conference, that lunch, and that presentation with a book, now they've got something tangible, whether it's an ebook or an audio book or a, a print book, but they've got something and they've got more time. They've got this 20, 30 minutes, they've got potentially four or five hours to marinate, to simmer on what you have to share. And so you have the opportunity to have more impact on those people. And hopefully at the end of that book, you've then got content that says, okay, what's my next step? Now sign up for my master class, or now uh, hire me as your consultant, or now let me uh, develop an online program for you. And so I see a book is not an end all, but it's an intermediate strategy to move somebody to deeper levels of engagement services and, and benefits that you provide. You know, and, and it seems that people, they really don't understand the difference sometimes. And so you're finding yourself educating people too, aren't you? Oh, absolutely. And besides in a, in a world where everybody's desperate for content, especially, you know, Social media is supposed to be social, so that means you're not supposed to be uh, making too many calls to act. It's kind of a right ratio there. But whether you're on LinkedIn or, or Facebook or Instagram or, or your email, your drip campaign for your direct mail, if you have a book, now you've got an incredible resource of content that you can cut up and, and present, share in other formats. And you can take chapters and turn them into magazine articles and get them published in other uh, journals and periodicals that are your audience. So again, a book isn't just an expensive investment because it, it gives you so many other ways to take content, value, and information that you already have and present it in other formats that just make more authentic connections for you. Well, then that seems to be at the end of the day, what a lot of these businesses are lacking is some authentic connections and relationships. Yeah, I, I, again, it's it, there's always somebody that wants to write just for the pleasure of writing. But to be honest, my favorite clients are people who would never see themselves as a writer. And I say to them all the time, look, look, you don't need to be an, a writer. Who I want you to be is an author. You've got something to share. You bring value to this world. You offer something of significance, of meaning, of purpose for somebody else. Let me help you take what you're all, the good work that you're already doing and present it in a compelling way so you can get in front of more people and you can have more impact and, let's be honest, make more money in the process. 
Right, exactly. Very cool. Well, David, if anybody else is interested in getting in touch with you or finding out more about who you are and what you do, where can we send them to? Um, it's, it, everything begins with a relationship. So I would say either email me at D is in David Welday, W E L D A Y, at ahigherlife.com or call our number, which is 407 563 4806. Or visit our website, which is www.ahigherlife.com. Awesome. Fantastic. All right, guys, we'll stick around. I'm going to get us out of here. Uh, you guys can find us at Picola Radio X on Twitter. You can find us at Picola BRX on Facebook. Or you can find us on our website at businessradiox.com or on our live feed at PensacolaBusinessRadio.live. And this has been Pensacola Business Radio, where business is good and your work matters. All right, I want to thank everybody for listening today. My name is Keith Hilbert. This has been Pensacola Business Radio. You can find us at Picola Radio X on Twitter, Picola BRX on Facebook. You can find us on LinkedIn at businessradioxstudios.pensacola, or you can find us on Instagram at Pensacola Business Radio, or on our websites at businessradiox.com, or on our live feed at businessradiox.live. If you are interested in being a guest on Business Radio X, please visit either one of our sites or our social media sites to find a link to book your appearance. This has been Pensacola Business Radio, where business is good and your work matters.